Well, welcome back, Porch Project listeners. I had to say it just for you, Wes. You know, I was on Google earlier, legit on Google, and I typed in the Porch Project. Did you know that we're on Amazon somehow? (laughs) And there's also another Porch Project that is, um, it's a bunch of females talking about things that give off good vibes and uh, positive energy. (laughs) I'm not making this stuff up. Like, this is legit. If you Google the Porch Project, just see what comes up. Well, that is interesting. we got to make ours better. So welcome to our porch. Welcome to our porch. We are talking about good vibes, though. Ours is screened in. It's good stuff. I'm just saying. I really don't know where to go from there. Like, <laughs> wow. Back to the intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of shocked on that. First off, I'm shocked that we are on Google. Like, I feel like we're kind of official. Thanks, baby face. Exactly. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing was I figured, like, almost like a radio station type thing. Like, one, once you have a podcast, somebody else can have a podcast on, but apparently somebody else can have a I guess patent pending. Well, emphasis on pending. <laughs> Way pending. <laughs> We're nowhere close. Apparently, there's also an interior design in Roswell, Georgia, called the Porch the Porch Project. Well, that's cool. When you join it, when you go to the interior design, <laughs> our dungeon here with. Hey, it's not me. I'm not the Porch Project. I'm not the Porch Project either. This is your ship. We are the Porch Project. <laughs> <laughs> we have lost our minds tonight. This is what happened when Pat and uh, Bishop Bates decide they're not going to show us. <laughs> like, we kinda, we're definitely off of our rockers, uh, the knuckleheads. Um, but, yeah, welcome back. Sorry about all that. Painted on the water tower. <laughs> <laughs> We may not make it. <laughs> Shout out to Pap. Yeah, uh, Pap. It is. Uh, he's awesome. Illustrations. Um, this week we're going to talk about scripture. Uh, we had planned to already have y'all an episode out talking about scripture, but uh, due to some of our technical difficulties, uh, one of the mics completely decided to die. So, uh, that episode never got to come out. <laughs> but uh, we we think that Scripture is so important, and uh, we thought that the episode was good enough. We were going to give it another shot. So, that's what we're doing tonight. Um, as far as Scripture goes, I, I think that's... It's, it's a must. It's probably the most important thing in a believer's because without scripture, you have no idea of God. Like it, that's that's where we get everything that we have is from scripture, and so I, I would say, it, again, behind salvation, it is probably the most important thing a believer has, and and needs to have. Um, sorry. Elijah, I, I bumped. Elijah had an injury today, um, very, very big injury. I mean, 
it just about took off his little finger. Um, <laughs> Grievous, if I if I yeah. if I say so myself. Yeah, and I didn't realize it. It shook his hand, and now it's hurting pretty bad. And looking really rough over there. Yeah. Again, we are off the rails <laughs> already. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I think it's fine. Wes is asking, should we start over? I, I mean, like, they, they, well, I don't know why they do it. <laughs> I feel like they tune in for our conversation as much as, well, probably more than our intellect, because mine's not very high. Uh, whatever helps you sleep at night, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, so back to the, what we were actually going to talk about, um, the scripture thing. Yeah, I think it's one of the most important things, and I think it's something that every believer should be diving into. We should all see the seriousness in it. It is a letter from God to us about who he is, where he came from, as far as, you know, um, creation, how we got here, whole nine yards, um, and just his character and how the story's going to unfold, why he did it for us, and you know, why he sent his son, how Jesus came, his life, how he died for us, all that stuff. And so, without scripture, I mean, we're it's like a, a ship out at sea without a sail. I mean, we, we don't have a, a course of action. Your thoughts, Wes? Please save me. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Uh, it is highly important. It is critical. It is imperative for us to just just have a an understanding of um i was listening to a sermon earlier this week as a matter of fact and he was talking about the the 23rd psalm and it it starts off with verse one it says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and we in an americanized culture have a tendency to read over that really quickly because the word shepherd doesn't really mean anything to us because we're Americans and, you know, it, it just doesn't have a whole lot of relevancy to us. But when this particular psalm was written and in the original language that it was written in, you know, you, you have to go all the way back to the Greek and the Hebrew and, you know, the, the Jewish culture. And that would have meant something totally different to that demographic of, of people or that people group because at that time there were hundreds and thousands of shepherds and there were hundreds and thousands of sheep and everybody knew what the duties and responsibilities of a shepherd was and if you research what a shepherd is is it's it's someone who cares for a flock of sheep and it's totally common for a single shepherd to have a flock of a hundred plus sheep and within that that flock with all those sheep each one of them has its own individual name just like we do so the shepherd can call each individual sheep by its name and you know if, if one does go astray then the shepherd can go seek after it the shepherd can find it the shepherd can pick it up and put him put put the sheep on his shoulders and lead him back and my point in saying all that is that's essentially what scripture is to us because even though we 
have the Holy Spirit. Scripture is God's way to communicate with us. So, you know, there, there's a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different conversations about how we as Christians hear from God, who is our Father, or in this application, who is our, our shepherd. But the main way that we communicate to him, in my opinion, is through prayer. But the main way he communicates back to us is through his word and through the Holy Scriptures. So if we don't spend the appropriate amount of time reading that word or reading those scriptures or having that conversation or communication with God, to your point, Will, we are like a ship without a sail. We are like a sheep who has gone astray. So in order to keep ourselves grounded, in order to keep ourselves on the right path, in order to keep ourselves in that community with God, we have to read the written words that he has given to us as a gift. Boom. Mic drop. All right. That's the episode. <laughs> yeah. And for somebody, for a believer to go without that that scripture, that word from God, it, it's almost like having a one-way conversation where you're just talking to God through prayer allowing him to give you anything back. Now, obviously we've stated that it is important, but I guess let's go to the basics when it comes to Scripture. What is Scripture? How, how, would, how would you define it? Elisha, you go. I, I, I've got to say one thing right here. Yeah. I don't know that they have heard an episode where you're actually talking. And I, I don't say that in <laughs> any way. I'm just saying, I think there were some episodes where you recorded with us, but you, but they never got posted. So they don't even really maybe don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, so I guess I, I can introduce myself first. Yeah, again. introduce and then yeah. do the question. I'll, I'll reintroduce myself real quickly okay. here. <laughs> um, I'm Elijah, Eli, Elias, whatever different kind of names I have people have for me I actually had someone spell my name with a Y at one point but um yeah uh I serve here at the church at West Kent and uh you know I do a lot of different things here here and there most, mostly with the worship uh and uh yeah <laughs> I was gonna make a joke but I was like it might be might not be the best idea right now <laughs> this might not be the, the episode for it at least there you go. I don't have a handle yet so I don't really have a You'll have to figure that one. Yeah. Well, the Puerto Rican. The what, did, what did the Puerto Rican? <laughs> <laughs> what, what that one? <laughs> so what are you, Puerto Rican? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that would be pretty funny. I mean, we, we'd have to post that episode at first. I mean, I can, I can get it to you. Um, no, it's like okay. I said, yeah. It's okay. But they don't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was funny, though. It was funny. It was a very funny story for those who don't know. Uh, for another time. For another time, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, what was the question again? <laughs> as far as scripture, like, how would you define scripture? Like, what is it? Well, uh, I guess I would really define scripture as, you know, of course, the Bible, 
but I would go further than that and say it's it's like our our handbook to life really um you know a lot of times myself I've asked you know my whether it be my pastors or my parents uh like hey like you know I don't know what to do about this or hey like I'm struggling with this uh you know how how can I find the answer to help or how can I if if ever you know if I'm feeling happy or sad whatever the case is anytime I've ever had a question spiritual wise like 99.99999% of the time I, the answer is read the bible look it up in scripture you know i mean there there are times where i've been pretty down and i've even like my namesake i've i've, I've read the bible about about the story of elijah and you know it's like elijah was like lord just take me now and it was, and then an angel came and it was like yeah take a nap eat some food and then you know it was like he felt better and I took that literally and <laughs> took a nap and ate some food. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, still, like, reading the Bible, you find many places where, like you were saying, you know, when you're, because you have prayer, a lot of times where you'll be praying and then reading the Bible, it's like you allow God to respond. And it's been very, very cool. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I just classify it as the written word of God and our handbook to life, Scripture. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. To me, I would take it as a it, the written word of God. Um, I know there is that thing out there, you know, man, it was human beings that wrote it, but all of it was inspired yeah. by God. Exactly. Um, and so that's, that's the importance of it. I mean, I don't know of any other book, well, any other uh, yeah, book. And ours takes, ours is, you know, the Bible is made up of 66 books. You know, and over the entirety of the 66 books, you have continuity between the first verse and the last. There's nothing that contradicts it. You can take stuff out of context <laughs> and make it sound that way. But there's there's nothing that contradicts each other, and that can't come from man, especially when you look. At, I, I can't remember. Maybe y'all know off the top of your head, but I can't remember exactly how many authors there were. Because uh, I know Paul wrote. I think it was like over a thousand. If I'm, uh, maybe not. It's nothing that a quick Google search can't fix. Well, yeah. But I, I'm saying, like, how many authors throughout the Bible? Because you've got you got um, Moses, you've got Paul who wrote multiple books, you've got John who wrote multiple books, Peter wrote multiple books. I, I can't remember, but I'm just saying it wasn't one person who wrote that the entire Bible. It was made up of many authors. Yeah, it's it's saying. A Approximately forty people wrote the individual books. Yeah, but the thousands comes in when you consider and weigh the original manuscripts that were written and recorded, that were consolidated to create the concordance, which is our our holy Bible. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's. Dang, I didn't even know. That. <laughs> I know about the the forty guys, but I, dang, I didn't yeah. know about the concordance. Or whatever. Well, and 
Well, and that, that's so, – so I do think we, we need to address that because what we have the benefit of reading hasn't always been a thing. You know, I, I, yeah. I yeah. think the first um, translation that we received as, uh, I guess, English-speaking people was like 1511 with the King James translation because there's the 1511 edition – but then there's also like a 1650 something. I, I think it's 1611. No, it's it's 1511, and then there's like a 1652 edition. Yeah. That they okay. consider to yeah, be the right. yeah. um. There's a word that they use to to describe that, but it, it basically speaks into the infallible word of of what what we believe the Bible to be. Like you know with. In, in those times and in those, uh, I guess, traditions, people wrote down all kind of different things. They didn't have accessibility to modern technology or resources like we do, so they, they were literally writing things down on scrolls. And, you know, those scrolls were stored away in the temple, and anybody could go access those scrolls at, at any time, from what I understand, but they never had it in that concise consolidated form until people I guess were impressed upon by God to uh, create the the book that we have today yeah I, that's where you get like the Dead Sea Scrolls that right. you, you hear about sometimes and, and things like that those were or the what's it called the Apocrypha Apocryphy yeah. Here goes Google again. It's Apocrypha. Apocrypha. Yeah. And it was written at the same time as these other scrolls, uh, but it has been omitted or not included because they, they, historians and scholars believe that there is no divine inspiration to be included as part of the canon of Scripture. And therefore, it has no authority in the church of God, nor is it otherwise approved or made use of other than being simply human writings that were written and recorded at the same time as these other stories that we have. Yeah, that, that would be essentially like their journals. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it like that. And, and that's where like, you might have heard like the Book of Enoch. That would that would fall into that category. Uh, I, I want to say there's one supposed uh, Mary Magdalene had one or something like that. But it, all that would fall all into that um, where it was just essentially journals and not necessarily inspired. And and again, when you go to Genesis, you look at the author of Genesis. There's no way. That Moses could have written Genesis without divine inspiration. For sure. I mean, it, it had to be somebody telling him that um, to get the full picture of what was going on. Yeah, and he he went back to those referenced uh, scrolls and things like that that were written and recorded prior to his time on earth yeah. so he was able to 
reference it probably under the inspiration of God and under the inspiration by God to start to tell the story from creation to the point of his life and then all the things that he went through and experienced and did with, uh, you know, leading the leading the Israelites out of Egypt and out of captivity, and then he was able to continue to, uh, whether it was him or, or just an observer, who was able to write and record, you know, the the Exodus and, and those experiences through the wilderness, and then Joshua comes along and uh, takes over after Moses, and then people continue to do the same, and then you, you can just track that, that line, and even that, well, I won't say lineage, but, but you can track that line from literally beginning all the way through the remainder of the Old Testament into the New Testament where uh, the disciples and Jesus enter the scene and then they tell stories of, of what they saw and witnessed and experienced and then even what they were able to see through visions that were given by God that depict and tell us what the end of times will probably look like. Now, Revelation does leave a lot up to interpretation, but the, the fact of the matter is we have a glimpse or an idea of the picture that is going to be, uh, that, that will come to fruition and reality. If you want to listen to somebody way smarter than us <laughs> talk about this, there's a guy, uh, his name is Dr. Vody Balkum, and he is incredibly smart. Uh, and there's, there's like a 50-minute YouTube video where he literally gives an entire sermon and synopsis on why he chooses to believe the Bible. And again, he is way smarter than all of us in this room combined. But one excerpt from that sermon says, and this is by Dr. Vody Balkum, he says, I choose to believe the Bible because it is a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the time frame of other eyewitnesses. And then those, those written documents support supernatural events that took place in fulfillment of specific prophecies, and they claim that their writings are divine rather than human in origin. And he can prove all of those things. So if, if you have a couple minutes and uh, we haven't bored you out of your mind, exactly. flip on over to YouTube and yeah. listen to him, and, and hopefully he will be able to shed a little bit more light and clarity on, I guess, what what scripture is and why it is relevant to us and why we as Christians do choose to believe it and follow it. Yeah, he's he's got one of those real PhDs. Um, not like my dad used to say. He, he doesn't have a big and tie diploma. He's got a or a post hole digger. <laughs> or a post hole digger, as Wes said earlier. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know that you can look at any other text like that, book, whatever, and be able to to see all of those things out of it. So we we define scripture. Now, how should we use it? Like, what is your weekly scripture? I don't want to say time because you might not have like a set time. No, I, I do, I do. Um, and this is actually one of the things that Chris commended me on. It, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because uh, when, when we originally recorded this episode, it kind of led us down this same path. And 
Uh, one thing that, that people probably don't know about me unless they really know me is that I'm, I'm a pretty rigid guy. I'm yeah. pretty disciplined and pretty structured, and uh, some pretty may OCD. some may even say OCD. <laughs> but I, I have the same rhythm and I have the same routine. You know, when I go home, my clothes are going to go in the exact same spot. Um, my my wallet, my keys, like all that stuff is is going to go in the exact same spot. I, matter of fact, I pride myself in saying that you could blindfold me and put me in the middle of my house and tell me to go find any item. And assuming my wife hasn't moved it, I could go to it because it, everything has a home, everything has a place, everything has a time. I'm working through it. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm not a morning person. Um, I, I'm, I'm just not. So rather than – and I understand where people say things like you should honor God by putting him first and, you know, starting your day off with him. And I, I don't want to say that I don't do that because I, I get up, I get ready. I go out the door, and then I think I've talked about it before. I do have like a 30-minute drive from my house to work, so I do use that time as a quiet time. But instead of, of reading, I'm praying. And then I'll get through the day. I'll get home. I'll unwind. And then for me, that works because I feel like I'm that's, that's my most, I don't want to say vulnerable time, but it, I'm just way more receptive at that moment so I can – I can decompress, I can unwind, and then I can just be a little bit more relaxed and then start reading scripture. The of the day aren't on your mind. Yeah. I get it. So so I'll get home, I'll do those things, and then I'll, I'll start to read. And I do follow a plan. Uh, last year I downloaded a really cool app called Yearly, and it it's it's a guide to allow you to read through the entire Bible cover to cover in 365 days. And at first it's, it's, it's a challenge because like you read four chapters a day, you know, you'll read two or three out of the old Testament and then you'll read one out of the new Testament. And just depending on the length of those passages or chapters, it, it will kind of determine how many passages or chapters you read. Um, sometimes they'll split one chapter up into two two days. Like, you know, uh, the other night I had to read Numbers 7, and it's like, my gosh, you just keep flipping pages yeah. and you're still in number se- Numbers 7. Uh, so so, so that's, that's what I do. And as far as why I do it, it's all like I was talking about earlier where it's just that method of communication that I have with God. I can sit there and, you know, pray my heart out on the way to work, but if I don't take the time to pause and listen and allow God to speak back to me, it is a one-sided conversation, and there's there's not a whole lot of benefit that I receive from that action. So when I go back to God at the end of the day and allow him to speak back into me through his word and his scripture, it, it's it's where I find that total balance. Boom, again, that's second mic drop of the <laughs> night. Well, there you go, episode 50. Um, yeah, I, I will say, me personally, I don't necessarily have a set time. Um, my day is usually jam-packed and can change uh, pretty quickly, depending on got to go pick up one of my girls or you know the wife's doing whatever and 
And so I don't necessarily have that set time. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I do. I'm sorry. I do try uh, every day to jump into the Word um, in quick moments sometimes. Uh, sometimes, like if we're going through, like right now, uh, with West Kent and the English service, we're going through James. And so sometimes it's a deep dive into something that I'm going, you know, we're going through. With the youth, we just finished up uh, Sermon on the Mount, and so it's a, a deep dive into that, trying to gain not necessarily um, just because I, I'm there and I have to read it, and so that's why I read it, but trying to get that deeper insight into what it is and what the context is and all that stuff that's going on. If nothing's really going on for me, then you know sometimes I'll just pick a book at random. And just try to go through that book. Um, I have not necessarily with West Camp, but when I was at Tanglewood before, I would challenge the students. Like, you know, there's certain books that you can read through, and it's, you know, you can read through it in a night. It's one chapter or two chapters or whatever. And so I would challenge them with there. Um, I don't know that I read big as big of a chunk uh, in mine. Most of the time, it's you know a handful of verses. Sometimes it is bigger chunks. Sometimes it's a chapter or so. Um, but just like I said, it, it's just kind of I'm very random. I'm not OCD like Wes. I don't I don't have a set <laughs> schedule. Um, you should try it sometime. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. But and and that is that that does bring up a, a good point. You know what works for me works for me. Yeah. Uh, just because it's the way that I do it doesn't mean that's the way you have to do it. Matter of fact, if it's not a habit or discipline that you currently have in your life, I would I would advise you against doing what I do. And I would tell you to do something more along the lines of, of what you're describing. You know, start small. Uh, if, if a person, you know, uh, matter of fact, I think I talked about this last time we attempted to record yeah. this episode. But, you know, I've ran a couple of half marathons in my life. And, you know, what, what that requires is a regiment of daily activity and the discipline to, to do what you know that you have to do. So what that means is you can't go from your couch on one day, like today is Thursday. Like, I, I can't go home and sit on the couch today and then expect to go run a half marathon on Saturday like it's it's just not feasible yeah. it's not practical frankly it's probably not even possible now granted I could go walk and limp my way through it but there's no way that I could run a half marathon with the or as it was designed or intended to be done and it's kind of the same with with scripture reading if if you're not a regular reader you you I mean, you can, but yeah. for sake of conversation, you can't just go chip away at four chapters per night. So yeah. start start small. Instead of doing four chapters, do one. And even if that's too daunting, do half a chapter. If that's too daunting, just do a couple of verses, ten verses. You know, we, we all make excuses and, and reasons why we can't read the Word, but, you know, that's that's really all they are. They're excuses and justifications because anybody can find 10 minutes per day that they can dedicate to bettering themselves and, you know, 
reading reading God's word, reading God's love letter and God's story back to us. So with that 10 minutes, you can read 10 verses. And what will happen is that 10 verses will get really easy to read. And you'll be like, okay, well, let me read a couple more. And that 10 will multiply into 20. And that 20 will multiply into 30. And by that time, most, most of the time, you've read a whole chapter. And then instead of having to read another chapter you will want to read yeah. another chapter yeah and <clears throat> i heard a story uh from a personal trainer and he said anytime he had a new client that would come in that didn't have a routine built of going to the gym he would tell them to go to the gym for five minutes that was the entire first week was just go to the gym stay there for five minutes and then leave there's not a whole lot you can accomplish in five minutes. But it, he said it wasn't about what you could accomplish in the first week. It was about building that routine. Right. And, and yeah, I mean, um, you know, you can go on your phone. We don't get – this is not an ad or anything like that. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, there's the version app where you can select – different things yeah and they have a verse of the day if you're not in a regular reading routine that may be where you start just go on there read one verse but you're doing something you're getting into the word at least for the beginning now in the next two months if all you've ever done is going and read that one verse <laughs> time to grow up a little bit <laughs> you know get a, get a little bit uh heavier meal um start picking up the pace yeah start picking up the pace you know kind of kind of get into that a little bit more so yeah i mean one of my favorite things to even do sometimes is like if i know it's going to be a, a really crazy and busy day like like my wednesdays usually are is i like to you know take that verse of the day and i'll just read that at first you know in the morning first thing in the morning and it's really really cool really nice but uh either in the van on, on the way to the job site or even uh, like on our lunch break or whatever like I'll go back and I'll reread that verse and then I'll go back and try to read that chapter for context um, or even sometimes read, read that whole uh, st you know part of the story where sometimes you know it'll last four or five chapters and you know it's a really good way to get your get your I guess your daily daily bible reading I, guess I should say it's one of the, those things where, like you said, you know, or, or like Wes was saying, I think, I forget who was saying it just now. One, uh, of, guys. one of those guys <laughs> was saying, uh, you know, you, it's not where I have to read this now, where it's like I get to read this. Because, uh, you know, before it was, it was it's super hard for me to read, get into the into the word. It's, and, you know, and, and being on the worship team, it's like, it's one of those things where like, oh, you have to be knowledgeable about the word. Because... You know, if, if it's something that says in a song, how are you going to apply it to the Word of God, you know? Because the song might say, oh, you love me. But it's like, okay, but why? Or how, you know? And it's like, well, it says right here, he, he died for me. He, he, went, he went on the cross and he took all this, all these sins for me. And it's like, okay. And then it kind of goes further on and like that. But I guess that's the simple explanation I could give. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's like one step at a time. I will say that if you are starting out, there probably are a few books that um, I wouldn't necessarily jump into. Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, Revelation. 
Job. Job is a, a bit of a difficult book. Um, yeah, there's there's a few other ones that I like. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Song of Songs. Solomon. Song of Solomon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I always. What's the, which is the one that just has all the I think it's numbers or the one that just has all the Proverbs. the lineages the lineages yeah, yeah. where it's yeah. chapters and chapters of so and so so and so and yeah I, I make it probably through the first begat and then I'm like I'm a redneck <laughs> eight months after I'm like, my tongue does not function this way It's kind of what we were talking about before we started the podcast. When we were talking about the uh, you know, English names. Yeah. You know, trying to um, translate them. Translate it, yeah. yeah. Uh, over to Spanish. Like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's, it's the same way with, with many biblical names. They don't translate over to my southern dialect. <laughs> I mean, even in Spanish, it's just, sometimes it just gets weird. Oh. And yeah. it, or, like, the, the it's kind of hard to say it unless it's like. Like, like you have diction down. Yeah. You know, it's it's oof. It's rough. Yeah. Well, I I will say uh, I think we we covered scripture pretty good, but uh, it's important. It is. It's super <laughs> important. Um, Mic drop. I guess to close, we'll uh, we'll hit our final thoughts. Final thoughts of the father crying a hairless pastor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I would I would just encourage anyone who is listening to find a place to start and then uh, simply do that, simply start. And uh, another thing that I would encourage you to do is is find a copy, a physical copy of the the scripture or the word or the Bible that that just I don't want to say that it, it speaks to you because uh, I'm not trying to idolize anything, but you know some some copies like like the one that I have it it just feels right in my hand like like I, I just like the way it feels I like the way it looks I it's just a good thing for me to to have you know uh, when when you run a half marathon the way your shoes feel is more important than the way they look you know and it's it's kind of kind of the same thing with with this uh you know uh, there's a there's a pastor whose name is adrian dupree and he says if your bible is falling apart then your life probably isn't and he, he's just talking about you know the the time that you spend with it and you know anyway so i would encourage you to to find a, a copy a physical copy because you know uh i'm not like I, I use U version, I reference yeah. it, but to me, there's just a, a difference in reading something on a screen than having that tangible, actual, real copy in your hand. Uh, there, there's just more of a connection, if you will, when, for me at least, when when I have that. So you know, I, I've I've had probably a hundred different Bibles in my life, but I finally found one that that just. I don't know. I, I just really connect with it, and you know, back to that desire of wanting to read it. Like, because I finally found one that that I really like, I really want to read it. And yeah. you know, there there are so many different kinds. There are study Bibles. Like, you you have to find what works for you. 
So I would do that, go to the, go to the bookstore, look at different translations, look at different uh, styles, look at all of those things, find the one that, that really stands out to you, take it home, and then read it. And then read it every single day. And you know, you'll, you'll start to find passages that, that mean something to you, and you'll underline them or you'll highlight them. And then in time, you'll go back and you'll be able to flip through all these pages and be like, oh yeah, I remember when I read this and I remember what I was going through or you know, I remember what I was feeling when I underlined this passage that made me feel calm or this passage that encouraged me. Like, That's, that's what scripture reading is all about to me. It's, it's all about that, that dedication of time that you're spending with God and allowing him to speak back into your life through the written word that we have. preach (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i completely agree uh it's 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 something so different than when you have a physical bible in your hand you know because because one thing too like 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 you know like pastor was just saying like you know like i I like you version and i use it a lot especially when it comes to like translating if i'm using for the for biblical verses stuff like that but also, a lot, a lot of times, uh, if you're using a device, you know, it can e- easily get distracted. You know, the amount of times I've been on the YouVersion app reading, and then five minutes later, I'm on YouTube watching some video about something else. It's completely different. But when you have that physical copy, it's just, use a phrase that's used a lot nowadays, you're just locked in. You're just there. And it's it's a lot easier to maintain that discipline, you know. And and as for what you were saying about uh finding the right one you know it's it's you know the the bible is often references our sword and you know just like with a warrior you know they don't they don't want a sword that's unbalanced you know i guess that's that's kind of a way that i was thinking about it when you were talking about it like they would always find a sword that's perfectly balanced that was you know perfectly sharp and everything that per- felt perfect in their hands and i guess that's the same way you know like with the bible i have right now i, I love it because it's a little bit thicker and stuff and so, I, you know, I feel, I can feel the weight of the Word of God, if you know what I mean. Like, it, it just feels better for me. My brother has one that's lighter, and it's a little more slimmer, but it's a little bit th- bigger. Just out of it's curiosity, like, in, in the Spanish culture, are there several different translations, or yeah. how, how does that work? Yeah, no, yeah, there is, like, because there's, just off the top of my head, I know, like, because there's different types of Spanish the same way. You know, like, you'll find Spanish is different from Spain than from, for example, where I'm from, Guatemala. Uh, we're from Mexico or wherever, but what's kind of the the version I like to read at least on the U version is like Spanish, Latin America, um, because that's you know covers all of Central America and all that kind of stuff. But there's you know like King James, we have Reina Valera, um, New International Version, Nueva Versión Internacional, the same thing. But uh, there's exactly just like that same way. There's is it plenty? Have you seen or noticed that it's as divisive? in the Spanish culture as it is in the American culture? Sometimes. Uh, it depends on also, I guess, what kind of church you go to. Cause, Same. Yeah. Cause, Same. Because, <laughs> like, I, I've been, you know, I've, I've been to churches before. I, actually, when we first moved to South Carolina, some of the first churches we ever tried to go, you know, they were, like, purely, like, if you don't, if you're not following like the Spanish version of King James or the Reina Valera, if you're not following this one, the earliest version or the this specific 1950 version or whatever, they were like, they were like, everything else is just 
they were like, who, they were like, oh, this this is written by man. This is yeah. you can say it's written by man, but this this is the the true word of God, you know, because it's the same thing as like you know thou and they in Spanish is like vosotros, uh, you know, like tenéis things like that. Uh, and then there's like you know people who use the New International Version, or I've been to churches where pastor you know uses like the New International Version, and then it's like as long as you can understand the word of God, as long as as you can understand it or whatever you like, you know. Right now, it's kind of. Uh, at this church, at least, it's just like, hey, whatever works for you, as long as you, yeah. you know, read it. As long as you read it, yeah. that's the important thing. Uh, you know, I've, I've even had one guy tell me before that's like, hey, you know, he was like, hey, what version do you read? And I was like, what? Excuse me? He's like, what version of your Bible do you read? And I was like, oh, it just depends. I like to go to the the classic Reina Valera, though, the like King James version. And he just looked at me. He was like you must be old then. <laughs> like you must have been raised by, by your grandparents or something. And I was like, no, I just, just like the way it is. Yeah. But, yeah. Speaking of, I actually saw a video and a guy the other day, he was preaching, so he said, uh, King James only uh, in this church. And he said, you cannot beat the old King James. And that he could even correct the Greek I thought it was very interesting because it is it's a depending on very divisive but I have nothing against people who like King James I guess my final thoughts um, yes find a version that you um, that you like that you can understand I, I will caution anybody um, that is looking at something Messenger Bible, message. Uh, message. I always want to say messenger. Yeah, it's the message. I, I would caution to make that your sole Bible, just because you would caution a, against. I would caution. Yeah, you would not recommend. Okay, I'm not recommending semantics, but semantics. Wes is my interpreter here. <laughs> um, see, see, Elijah speaks English and Spanish. I speak English and Will. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever Will's trying to say. <laughs> there you go. But yeah. I would say just be careful because those paraphrases, you're not, it's not a word-for-word -word translation. And where there's a gap, there's the possibility of misunderstanding and misinterpreting. And so with that, I would caution um, from a paraphrase, I would say um, be very careful of that. Other than that, I, I'm, I mean, I like, me personally, I like the NASB, uh, the ESV, King James, the New King James. I, I use all of those. Um, and so, to me, as long as it's something you're capable of understanding and you're getting what you're supposed to use it, it's fine. And along those lines as well as the physical copy. I like the physical copy. As you said, the distraction with it being on your phone or your tablet or whatever, as soon as that phone tablet dings, you're gonna click on it. You know, it's very hard to fight that. And so yeah, a physical copy to me, that's that's the way to go. I you you know where I stand on that, Wes. I, I'm right there with you. I like uh, 
Wes and I both have um, the same brand. I guess I guess it's the same brand, um, and it's it's good, high quality. Um, I had it first, though. Just saying, you had it first. Yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. I will say I knew about the brand before I knew you. However, I I really like that brand. But you don't have to have a super expensive Bible. You can have, uh, when we tried to do this episode last time, I think Pat talked about he had... Uh, going to Ollie's. Going to Ollie's, yeah. I couldn't remember exactly what it was, and they were selling for like 10 or 20 bucks. But he really liked that Bible. It, it fit him. Find one that you like, that you enjoy. If you like something that's got a ton of notes into it, I want to look into a study Bible or a reference Bible. If you like something that's just just the scriptures, you don't want anything in it, look at something like that. If you like something where you can take notes, they, they make journaling Bibles, Bibles. journals in them, or they make wide margins where you can do that. I am clean kind of guy. I have references in it, but it's it's clean. Yep. I don't like a whole lot of well, extras I, to it. I will say, uh, a, a friend of mine uh, just came into contact with a guy. I, I can't take credit for this because I had no part of it, uh, but he came in contact with a guy who uh, just through conversation made it known that he did not have a Bible. So my friend did what I think any of us would do. Well, he went out and bought a Bible, and, I mean, he, he put his name in it. He put his phone number you know, he went through and highlighted tons of salvific verses and uh, just just things that, that are encouraging. And then he gave it to this other guy who, who didn't have one to begin with. And, you know, he was very appreciative. He received it, took it home. And then my friend was telling me that within a couple of days, uh, the other guy texted him and said, I think there's something wrong with this Bible. And he's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? This is a Bible. And he said, yeah, but I don't think the Bible's even in it because there were so many references, references and so yeah. many different, uh, uh, I guess, notes. notes and commentaries. Yeah, and commentaries. Yeah. So if, if you are new to Scripture reading, I personally would steer you towards one that is a little bit, uh, I guess, more refined and, and doesn't necessarily have all of those extra additions or, or features just so that you can see and clearly understand what you are reading is the word of God and not the word of man. Totally agree. I, I don't think you understand what kind of thoughts come out of this. I think you had something to say too. Yeah, time. it was. So neither one of you <laughs> understand what kind of thoughts were. You were supposed to add uh, It just came up. When you were talking though, it reminded me, I watched this video at one point. And it said it was something new being introduced now uh, called the Gen Z translation of the Bible. Uh, and I looked up some examples, and there was one where when John the Baptist is you know, baptizing Jesus, and it says, When John the Baptist, who literally had no drip, baptized Jesus, he said, It's giving Savior of the world, apparently. Or there's one that says, Jesus goes around passing the vibe check everywhere. The religious leaders say, This is major sus. Okay, wow. But tons of te- but tons of people said his teachings high key slapped, and it's yeah. like, yeah, let's not read that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, just as a disclaimer, let's not read that one. It, 
please. Uh, but uh, it just reminded me of that when you were saying, like, yeah, I would, I would definitely not. not yeah. Really know, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where I would, like, especially if, it, if you're having a hard time, I would, I would, I would just ask a, pa- a pastor, honestly. Yeah, or, ask somebody. Yeah. yeah, ask a leader or someone. Ask someone yeah. for, you know. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we made it to Google, so who knows? But we'll get there one but, day. You know, there's uh, there's there's Lifeway, which is a Christian bookstore uh, here, local, and I'm, I think it's nationwide. I'm trying to think what the other one is, um, but there's another. Well, there was there's Crossway, but I Crossway, think I yeah. think it's pretty much fallen by the wayside. I know there's still one in Easley, yeah. uh, but I mean, you can go to. Barnes and Noble, you can go to Books a Million, any of those bookstores are going to have a religious section and then you'll find you know, all sorts of variety Well, I was trying to keep them out of those heathen Any of those places Those um, pagan stores <laughs> pagan stores, uh, stores to the Gentiles <laughs> But yeah, I mean, any of those stores, anything that has like, uh, you know, I, I would go to a place that didn't just sell one type of Bible. Uh, go look. It, it's okay. Take an hour. They're not going to kick you out of the store, you know, if you show up and get to looking. Um, I've actually been to one of those stores. And yeah. Just start looking around. Yeah, you start looking around, and and they've got different charts that tell you about this Bible. They got, you know, it's pretty fun. Posters, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's pretty cool to like look through that stuff and and check out each thing, and you get a feel for the Bible and what's nice, what you like, what you don't like, all that different stuff. That's the Spanish versions. Oh, and that's just that's just Spanish Latin America. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that because they're still. If I if I go and I change the the, the language, Spanish Espanol España and Espanol. America, uh, America Latina. So there's like the Latin America, and there's the Spain Spanish. Yeah. And then there's, uh, I think at one point I saw like specific, like yeah. places, like uh, if you're like oh Spanish Me- Mexico or Spanish Guatemala or whatever. I think. Yeah. I'm not, I don't quote me on that, but. Yeah, all on you version. All on you version. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's a lot of cool apps like that. You know, you got you version. Uh, there's one called the Blue Letter Bible. Um, it's really cool. Um, my dad has one. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a really good one, and it's it's good because you can even have it like side by side, where it's like, yeah. um, where like what he likes to do is he re- like he has a side by side English and Spanish. So like if he's reading in, in English, he can just tap it, and it'll like oh this is that word in Spanish. I got you. It's That's really really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, as always, we are glad you joined us. Sound a little wild and crazy in the beginning, and, and uh, didn't sound like we knew what we were doing. Well, frankly, we don't know what we're doing, so um, and it's, that's nothing new. Especially, but, uh, especially me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you checking in, um, listening to the episode. Uh, if you ha- if this is the first episode, we encourage you to go back, check out our older episodes. Um, if you haven't, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, whatever. Maybe that you've got to do to get updates on the episodes. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, 
Uh, that way you can get updates about new episodes that are dropping or there's some kind of changes uh, as far as what's going on. Um, you may even see a picture of the majority of us. We, we may even have a, a picture up before this episode uh, gets posted so that everybody can see in live Indeed, and Dude. hopefully we'll be able to get that one episode where I talked a lot. Yeah. This, one, this one I kind of talked a little bit, but little bit, but there's there's one, ladies and gentlemen, where I, I really did speak my mind <laughs> a little bit more. But I like that one. <laughs> it sounded like he was uh, he was about to um, make a newscast or important. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an important. I did I did newscast for a little bit. <laughs> you get into the habit when you get a microphone in your face. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, and, ho- and hopefully next time won't have a nickname for me. Yeah, you don't like Puerto <laughs> Well, I'm Guatemalan, so I mean, I was thinking. Well, I know that's the fun part. <laughs> it is fun. I mean, I always because like, uh, one, uh, one reference for Guatemalans is Chapin, but like the way it's spelled, in in English would be Chapin, like Chaplin. So I could be the so I could be the Chaplin or something. I don't know though. It's just something I was thinking off the top of my head. We'll have to think about it. Yeah. Those, those nicknames, they're... They stick forever, so... Well, you know, <laughs> Wes has to come up with a majority of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and until next time...